Welcome to Tony's Game Lounge, a weekly podcast talking gaming news, upcoming releases, and various topics on all things in the gaming industry. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tony's Game Lounge. I am your host, returning from his two-week break, Tony Erickson. And joining me this week, I got two fabulous guests. First, he's a streamer on Twitch, and he likes to wiggle around. It's my boy, Sir Wiggles the Great, Tyler. Hey! And my second guest, you might have heard, remembered his voice from the finale, both parts of it. It's Nick Nielsen. What's up, everybody? For like the third time in four podcast episodes or something like that. Uh, you now you now have the record of a streak of uh, three episodes in a row. There you go. Holy shit. Uh, welcome back. We're back. We're ba- we're doing the podcast again. It's good. How are you guys doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. Just uh, moved into a house, getting things kind of figured out. It's uh, It's pretty good. I'm also doing well. Nice. Not moving into a house well, but, you know, well. Not Just for the record, I'm renting a house. I didn't buy a house yet. Still a house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, well, with this brand new season of Tony's Game Lounge, we also have some brand new segments. Um, this is our first segment of the show, Level 1. Um, this is where we would play favorites if we had a new guest. And favorites, I mean our new, it's now called Selection Screen. I gotta get used to that. Uh, but we're also gonna start with some Getting Comfy. Um, which is a little, a small little topic that we'll briefly talk about before we jump into the meat and potatoes of the podcast. And this week on Getting Comfy, uh, we're talking about the cost reveal of the new next generation consoles, uh, being uh, the main system, the Xbox Series S and the PS5, both going for, uh, I believe it was four ninety nine US dollars. Yep, and uh, that equals six hundred fifty Canadian. What do we think about that? Honestly, it's a little lower than I was expecting. I was expecting to have to hit that 700 mark and that at the very least or 750. So I'm pleasantly surprised. And I like the option, you know, for a guy like me, I'm not a a streamer. I'm not somebody who uh, plays things competitively, but I like the option of having a smaller, less powerful console. For a cheaper price, it's actually making yes. me consider maybe seeing if I can budget for both. Yes, uh, which we now have uh, the Xbox uh, hot plate and uh, just a, a PS5 without a, a disc drive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, those are those are going for decent prices as well in Canadian. At the PS5 without the disc drive is five twenty five, I believe, and that's Canadian. And uh, the Series S. Uh, going around the, I believe it's around the si- similar price to lower than that. I'm the opposite of Nick, where I am a streamer and I, my computer's worth more than one of the vehicles that I own. Um, <laughs> Can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, for the casual gamer, it's probably within a range of, you know, a fairly decent price. Uh, so yeah, I got no complaints about it. It's still six hundred and fifty dollars that you have to spend on a on a gaming device. So if you have the money, it's great. If you don't, well, then kind of sucks to be you, doesn't it? That it does. I have a question for you, Tyler, about this because you are a you're pretty you are a PC gamer at heart, and you've basically how much have you spent to build your PC? Uh, the one that I have right now, the PC itself is two thousand dollars. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. I, I mean, do you and okay, here's a you think consoles will ever reach that price down the line? I doubt it. I honestly didn't think these next gen consoles would actually be a thing. I kind of thought console gaming was a dying breed, but I've been proven wrong. That mostly cuz I also don't know a ton cuz I am not a dedicated console gamer by any means of the word, but I guess with more with crossplay and stuff coming to be being a thing they they have a chance to stay i don't think uh consoles will ever reach that price because i think it's more targeted to casual gamers and people that just want to like sit down at the end of the day with the controller on their couch which is so, exactly what i'm doing right now so yeah right <laughs> so i'm like for me yeah i won't ever jump into that but 
if consoles ever reach that price, they're going to lose that market. I can tell you as being someone in that market, I very much agree with you. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, that is getting comfy. We've gotten comfy. We've talked a little bit about one topic already. Let's jump in to my all-time, well, one of my favorite segments. We're going back. It's the Week in Review, where we discuss news topics in all some of the major games that came out this past week. Uh, and some of the games that did come out, uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars at the top of that list. Uh, that is the, uh, for the Switch, uh, the collection that is Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and Mario Galaxy 1. All bundled up. And Nick, you have, you've been playing a bit of that. I'm playing it right now, actually. That's the game I'm on. Um, I'm currently playing uh, Sunshine. Uh, I never play, got to play Super Mario Galaxy before this. Um, just never got a copy before, and so no, I'm actually really enjoying this. And honestly, like the, my one disappointment is that it's not a new port. Like I would have loved to seen uh, Mario 64 get the 2020 treatment, and see, well, that's a one weird way to say it. Get the modern day treatment, we'll say, and uh, you know, see see that game in actual what with actual today's graphics and stuff like that but the fact that these three triple a mario titles are all together in one bundle and it's something mobile too that i can play you know like i spend a lot of time on buses and stuff like that with traveling with work and hockey teams and stuff and stuff um the fact that i have the option now to bring this with me anywhere is to me worth the price of admission alone mm-hmm very much so. Very much so. And it is, it's funny because, like, I don't, the Switch hasn't had, Nintendo hasn't had any limited games for like a long while now. And this game is get, stopping uh, production and like getting sold at end of March. Yeah. So I'm glad I got a copy as soon as I did. I got it opening day and I have not really put it down since. That means it's a good, that means it's doing, it's doing what it, the people wanted. Exactly, I'm happy, and it's a it's a great way to make 2020 less shitty. Yeah, exactly, and it's uh, it's just a good old classic fun with these games that you remember. Yes, uh, other games that came out this past week: Spelunky Two dropped for the PS4. Uh, it's coming out for PC in two, one or two weeks. I can't remember the exact time, but it's coming out for the PC soon. And WWE 2K Battlegrounds also dropped uh, this week. Um, a game that Nintendo Switch, the Nintendo Directs have been kind of showing off a little bit. Uh, as for news this week, on the topic of Nintendo Directs, we had our third Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase, uh, which people are dubbing the Monster Hunter Showcase, as we got two brand new Monster Hunter titles shown off. Monster Hunter Rise, coming out March 26th, well, set for at least, and Monster Hunter Stories 2 Wings of Ruin, which was set for summer 2021. Uh, if you love the Monster Hunter series, these are the next two games in the franchise, so go check out more information on those. Also, uh, the Nintendo Direct showed off Fitness Boxing 2 Rhythm and Exercise, because who doesn't love using the Joy-Cons as boxing gloves and moving to the rhythm while you punch things? Yeah. I know I know I don't. I... I... Yeah. Might I? That, I mean, I prefer Ring Fit because <laughs> it's got a ring. That sounds like a lot of fun without knowing anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> just bring back Wii Boxing already. Not even the rest of Wii Sports. Just the boxing. Let's go. <laughs> I, the the Joy Cons would make it great for uh, oh, a Switch so. boxing game, like a proper like Wii Sports Switch boxing game. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. I'd love it. Uh, Disgaea Six was announced. Uh, showing uh coming out for summer 2021 and to help uh promote the disgaea franchise disgaea 5 will be available for free for a limited time uh for nintendo online members uh i don't remember the exact dates off the top of my head but if you go check out the direct you'll see the dates right there in that section uh in games getting ported over to the switch sniper elite 4 is the next title of many to move over to the switch now i didn't know that that's cool yeah, uh, and then three more things were shown off. Battle in the Wonderland was shown a bit more detail, so that is that Square Enix game that looks like it's 
it's a platformer. It has a lot of hat in time charm to it. Uh, but it's also got a lot of costumes that you use as your power-ups. It reminds me of, like, if Knights crossed over with uh, Billy Hatcher in the art style department. And the mechanics seem like hat in time slash mark. It's like a collectathon. Looks really good. Uh, Rune Factory 5 was shown off for the next title in the Rune Factory franchise. And Ori in the Will of the Wisps uh, is out right now. Uh, right after the direct happened, they the, the game is out. It's on the Switch. And they also teased a special collector's edition for Ori that you can pre-order right now. And it's uh, it comes with what I believe is uh, the Switch version of both Ori and the Will of the Wisps and Ori and the Blind Forest along with a lot of artwork and other cool goodies. It looks like a really good like uh, pre-order bonus for the this uh, collector's edition. I did not know that there were five Rune Factories. I played the first one on the Nintendo DS. Oh, wow. I knew... I, I, ha- I played the fourth one at a friend's house. And it was on the Wii. At least I think it was the fourth one. And that's my history with it, but they're good. They're good. They're a pretty good life simulator game with combat elements. Never played them. Can't really weigh in on that one. It's Harvest Moon, but with magic and swords. Ah. Yeah. That's another another way to describe it. Another game that I do not play. (laughs) Oh, well, do you know what Harvest Moon is? Yeah. Yeah, I know what it is. I just don't play it. That's fair. In uh, Fall Guys news, uh, Big Yeetus uh, was a- added into the newest Fall Guys update. Uh, Big Yeetus is a special hammer that can appear randomly in any level and yeet you. That's hilarious. See, I have not played this game yet. Uh, I don't have a... My roommate's got a PS4 that I've been meaning to try it on, but um, it looks... It looks like a game that I'm really going to enjoy once I finally get into it, and I can't wait till I do, because, yeah. It and, is and, such dumb fun. <laughs> that's it exactly so what great. I like. It is so great. I uh, love the, it. The update also adds new varieties for some of the current existing stages. Um, I believe somebody pointed out in one of the screenshots that Tiptoe might have the same death slime that uh, um, Slime Climb has, and so much other things. Uh, so that's your Fall Guys news in Undertale news. Undertale had its is ter- turned five this year, and in so they had a little special fifth anniversary con- orchestral concert held for the game. And uh, it's all on YouTube. If you haven't checked it out, go check it out if you like the Undertale music. It's all orchestral and sounds amazing. Uh, in Games Pass news, Destiny 2 and Halo 3 ODST are set to be added to the Games Pass late September. Uh, in uh, Rest in Peace news, the Nintendo 3DS has been officially discontinued. Oh, really? Yeah. The end of Nintendo's handheld systems are done. That is an end of an era. It is. What? But is it because the Switch is kind of the well, the Switch medium. like like this like the three DS uh, was going to get discontinued eventually. It's just it happened now, and they have really nothing to replace it other than the Switch. Which Switch is a handheld device, but it's more of a hybrid console. It, 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 it is. It's a hybrid. Anyway. That's what the Switch is, and it's uh it's sad to see the three DS go. Thank you for your service for bringing us so many great games like. Uh, turning the Pokemon franchise to 3D. Um, and uh, Steel Diver, that launch title that everyone got because it was one of the only few games that the 3DS came with that launch. And um, it has some Kirby games on there. Oh, we can't forget the Kirby games. Oh, and uh, A Link Between Worlds. That was, uh, that was, that was a good, good one, too. That was a- and oh, and uh, Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask both remastered. Uh, so thank you, 3DS. In uh, pre-order news, the Oculus Quest 2 pre-orders are now live. Uh, you can get the, the brand new wireless VR headset for $299 US dollars or $395 Canadian. Um, however, a weird thing about it is you must have a Facebook account to use it. Weird. Well, that's because why, Oculus why is, is that? owned and oh. that's because Oculus is owned by Facebook. 
Huh. So uh, um, if you if you thought uh, people could were spying on you on Facebook before, can't wait for them to spy on you in VR. The future is here. The Zuck is always watching. Zuck is always watching. Um, yeah, uh, storage wise, it has sixty four gigs, so that's uh, that looks that's not bad. Uh, in uh, crazy things that people are pre ordering for like seven hundred dollars, uh, the Nvidia GeForce RTX thirty eighty has uh people going crazy to get a hand on it. It, uh, because it's, it's so good. So I am not the biggest PC tech guy. What exactly? What what part of the PC is this, Tyler? This is the, your graphics card. So oh. any of your like games that use graphics processing, this is the device that uses it. Oh, and it, yeah, it's uh, seven hundred dollars US. In That's... simplified terms, it is a beast of a card, and everybody wants one. It All is. Right, then. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it's gotten so bad that, like, some bots are buying it as well. Yeah, there's a problem with it being scalped on eBay right now. It's, yep. it's, it's, it's a big problem. Yeah, very much so. Uh, speaking of visuals, Fortnite has ray tracing now. All right, Yay. let's stop talking about Fortnite now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all that we're going to go in on that. Uh, we still don't have any new updates from the Apple versus Fortnite war. Uh uh, in uh, vinyl news, uh, Nine Inch Nails' uh, Quake album is now available on vinyl. Huh. So cool. if you like the if you like the Quake soundtrack and you happen to have a an old voxophone, go uh, pop that baby on. This is such a niche market sale. It is such a niche market sale, but you yeah, know what? Hipster Quake players. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, next week, Rocket League goes free-to-play on the Epic Games Store. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, and with that, I believe that'll, that means Rocket League will be free-to-play everywhere. Rocket League is another one of those games that's just dumb fun. Like, it is. No... I've got back into it recently. Only reason I'm mad about fun. it is because I paid for Rocket League. Same. Well, same. <laughs> like, but I, it's I was... so much fun. Yeah. Uh, in rebranding news, EA Origin is getting renamed to the EA, EA Desktop app. So, goodbye Origin, hello Desktop app. And oh, lastly, uh, lastly for some news, Cyberpunk 2077 Night City Wire 3 uh, occurred as well. We got two new trailers, one for like the sights to see and like a, like a Night City tour guide almost trailer kind of showing off some of the aspects of, like, entertainment. And the gangs trailer, showing off all the various gangs that you're going to be shooting, uh, working with, and murdering uh, throughout the game. And we also got the PC specs, which I'll have Tyler talk a little bit about right now. Oh, yeah. So Cyberpunk released their PC specs, and even the minimums are rather intense. Uh, just let me pull up my notes on it. Yes. This guy brought notes. I just I'm playing video games right now. <laughs> uh, I just took notes on this because I wanted to. I something I was looking at at work yesterday when I was supposed to be working and wasn't. Um, yeah. So like your minimum specs, you need an NVIDIA GeForce GTX 780, which is like three tiers lower than the card that I have, and it's still a pretty beast of a card. How much so does the card go for nowadays? That particular card. Uh, probably only a couple hundred bucks. Okay, that's not awful. Yeah, yeah no, uh, the cards devalue pretty heavily after the new generations come out. Um, the, like the recommended specs, you need a minimum 1060, 6 gigabytes of uh, video processing data. Hmm. And that's 70... like some, that's like the norm nowadays. That's the norm nowadays. Minimum, or again, recommended 12 gigabytes of RAM and 70 gigabytes of storage space on an SSD. <laughs> it, it's a lot. Yeah, and the like minimum processor is an i5 quad core processor which if you're running just a generic computer to play stuff like stardew valley good luck trying to run this game <laughs> this yeah. is basically if crisis wasn't remastered this would be the new crisis meta like the crisis uh, <laughs> game test yeah that old crisis getting remastered in the switch runs it too that's the funny part 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh um so yeah, uh Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Um get it's we're getting closer, November twelfth, I believe it was. That's my uh, birthday. Yeah. Oh no. shit. Oh, well dang. Well damn, I think uh Nick Nick knows what he might get for his birthday. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> It'll be uh, a gift from me. Exactly. Uh, that's the news. Um, but we have a bit more news. It's the draw of the deck because it's more news, news like than so. It's in the news section now. Um, this is where we talk about the TCG news in the world for the big three TCG games: the Pokemon card game, Yu-Gi-Oh, and Magic: The Gathering. In the Pokemon world right now, Champions Path, the Champions Path set is set for September twenty fifth release, adding the new Alchemy and Dreadnought VMAX cards as like the highlights. Uh, no Yu-Gi-Oh news this week, and Magic: The Gathering Zendikar Rising is now out in Arena, and the physical release of it will be out September twenty fifth as well. So keep an eye out for those if you're a TCG collector. And that's the week in review. Now it's time for our next segment, renamed It's On Your Radar. Uh, these are the games that are coming out next week that you should have on your radar if, you know, you're interested in that stuff. No new games coming out on Monday. But on Tuesday, 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim comes out for the PS4. Unrailed comes out for everything. And Untitled Goose Game comes out... Uh, so Untitled Goose Game gets its multiplayer update as well on Wednesday. Isn't it also uh, coming out on Switch on Wednesday too? Uh, it's already out on Switch. It's oh, launched okay. on Switch. My bad. That's right. Uh, I knew that actually. Yes. My bad. I feel bad. On Thursday, Going Under comes out on everything. Little Big Workshop comes out on the Xbox One. Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 Complete Edition comes out for the PC and Switch. Uh, Serious Sam 4 comes out for the PC and Stadia. Tears of Avia come out for the Xbox One and PC. And Tennis World Tour 2 comes out for everything. And on Friday, Bullet Age comes out for the Switch and PC. Port Royal 4 comes out for the Xbox One, PC, and PS4. And I guess the big title that people are kind of excited for that I've heard around the internet, Mafia Definitive Edition comes out for the Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and PC. And those are what's on the radar. And now we're going to get to this week in the lounge. This is where we talk about some of the big topics that we want to discuss. And the first big topic is the PlayStation 5 event. Are you ready for this, boys? Hell yeah. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, This was the second uh, online event that PlayStation held. We're at the climax of the event, basically the end of it. They revealed the PlayStation 5 price, uh, even though Xbox uh, fired, pulled the trigger on it first and revealed it earlier in a tweet. Uh, PlayStation decided to one-up a tweet and was like, bam, here's a whole direct with video games as well to get you hyped and i gotta say there's some we got a lot more things and i'm excited they started the show off with a trailer for final fantasy 16 uh <laughs> how many final fantasy games are there i feel like there's more than 16 there are more than 16 <laughs> if you uh there would be 17 if you count seven remake 18 with Crystal Chronicles, 19 with Crystal Chronicles Remake. Um, you have all the Final Fantasy Tactics games. Um, I think that's it, actually. And the I feel one like for the probably... DS that I played that I can't remember the name. Oh, yet. and don't don't forget uh, Chocobo Mystery Dungeon, Everybody. Yeah, I've never played a Final Fantasy game in my life, actually. I played one on the PlayStation 1 way back in the day. Uh, well, that, we got and this. And the one on the DS. A lot of them got ported to the DS. Um, it had an actual title to it. I would have to actually go look, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Fair enough. Uh, well, that's got announced, and the combat looks very similar to what we got for the Final Fantasy VII remake. So, if a lot of people got into the series with the Seven remake, sixteen might sell pretty good. And, uh. It's also a console exclusive game. It will all, it will be on the PC, of course, but it's going to be exclusive to the PlayStation Five. Ooh. Yes, yes. 
Uh, and then we got more gameplay for Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, we learned the location of this game will be Harlem, New York. And uh, we learned about the two factions that are going at each other. It's Roxon, which is a tech company, and the Underground, led by the Tinkerer. That's and, a villain uh, that I am not familiar with. It is not. I recognize the name because uh, I've written... I, back when I was younger, I was really into Spider-Man. Like, really into Spider-Man. Don't ask me why, but that was a big thing of mine, and... Hey, now we got uh, we got some gameplay as well. Gameplay looks amazing. It's looks it looks almost exactly like the uh, first Spider-Man game that uh, Insomniac put on. But like honestly, it looks cleaner because the graphics from PlayStation Five look better than the PlayStation Four, which it should. Absolutely, and it's, it, it's it's going. I'm I'm excited for this game. Well, it's good. And uh, and in typical Walmart fashion, Walmart has leaked the price of the game of as well. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. I think it's uh, said to be a standard $70 game uh, for Canadian prices. Uh, so, yeah, that's what we got. Or $80 for Canadian and whatever the thing is. Standard prices for us. Hmm. Cool. Uh, then we got probably the... a vague. It was a vague trailer, but it has people talking about it all over the internet. Hogwarts Legacy. I've only heard a brief amount of info on this game. Yeah, people are still speculating whether this, uh, from the sound of it, it is an open-world action-adventure game where you play as a wizard and you just do shit in the Harry Potter world before Harry Potter, of course, because that's where every every game slash piece of media that released now is before Harry Potter existed. I mean, I've never been a big Harry Potter fan, but that... Still does sound kind of interesting to me. Just to, you know, goof around in that world would be kind of fun. I'd check it out. Definitely, definitely going to check it out when that makes its way. Uh, then we got Black Ops Cold War uh, getting a new gameplay trailer, uh, which showed off um, one of the first missions. I didn't uh, actually hear about this till yesterday, and I'm surprised yes, I didn't because uh, usually stuff like this rolls across. My um, you guys, yeah, it was an infiltration stuff. mission. You guys, the the characters were uh, trying to shoot a man, but then he didn't, and so they got into a car and chased the man who was in a plane down, and then they launched a drone at the plane, uh, a vehicle drone, and then they blew up the plane, and it was cinematic as fuck. Ah, very. Cool as they idea. say, <laughs> um, and oh yeah, they also uh, launched. The multiplayer alpha, uh, for exclusively for PlayStation Five players. Nice. Yes. Uh, then you got Village Resident Evil Eight got a new tra- trailer. Um, no gameplay yet. All just cinematic, cryptic shit to spook ya. Um. So that still looks good for the the way Resident Evil has been going with the new games and not the remakes, at least. Um, and then we got a new trailer for Deathloop, uh, the game where you have 24 hours, eight targets, and one person hunting you down. You know what? A major- another game that's got that kind of Majora's Mask uh, time st- idea to it, the fact that that hasn't been done again, it, at least not in a big popular way, blows my mind. Because it was so fun and unique, and this is kind of a cool idea. Yeah. Uh, we got a bit more info about uh, kind of how the game works of, like, um, you can go after each person one by one because uh, they all have their own section, but if you sabotage this person and uh, because they don't do what they were supposed to do, uh, they go to where uh, another person is and you're able to eliminate two targets at once. Uh, so it's all they're teasing off that. Uh, the gameplay is looking more like, um, what is it, Dishonored Cross something else. Like Doom, almost, with how fast you move. Neat. Yes, I'm excited for that. And they did announce a date. It's set for the second quarter of 2021. Uh, and then we got a trailer for a, a game getting 
port uh, moved up to the PS5. Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition will be available on the PS5 at launch, digitally at least, and then it'll get a physical copy later on, I'll assume. Um, but what is the special edition do, you may ask? Well, now, you, you you already play as Dante, you already play as Nero, you already play as V. You guess what? You can play as Virgil as well now. Even though V is Virgil, spoiler alert, but, like, the game's been out for how long? So, uh, yeah, you can now play as Virgil and have both Demon Boys at your disposal. Neat. Uh, we then got another trailer for Oddworld Soulstorm, which looks like a creepy action, a creepy platformer with a lot of death involved with it. Uh, Oddworld is a game all the way back from PlayStation 1. Okay, what? It's creepy. <laughs> you explain, explain it a bit to me, Tyler, because this game, I've. It's spoo- I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. Man. <laughs> I don't well, like it. <laughs> it's weird. Okay, I'm going off of like I haven't probably played this game in 17 years. So um it I don't know, it's just a creepy platformer game. You run around and do stuff and there's a creepy little guy and yeah, I I don't know how else to explain other than it's just like kind of creepy and weird. Okay. So if you like creepy and weird stuff and platformers, this is the game for you. (laughs) Okay. Uh, And then, uh, out of nowhere, after that, we got a trailer for something I never thought would be shown off uh, like this. Um, And MatPat probably was thinking the same thing when Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach was shown off at a PlayStation event. Huh. Yeah. Uh, Cyberpunk Freddy's anybody? Because that's what it looked like. I don't know. We don't know what this game entails. Uh, we know that this was the game that the next FNAF game that was teased for a mainline game. Um, so who knows what this game has in store for us? No kidding. But I'm I'm surprised that there's still people playing Five Nights at Freddy's games. Honestly, like I feel like that was. A real niche thing that kind of had come and went. Yeah, uh, but now the game, this will be its eighth or ninth game in the franchise. There's been a lot. Yeah, there'll uh, still be a dedicated audience to it, so. Yep. Uh, then we got some gameplay for Demon Souls Remastered. Uh, looks fresh. Uh, they hit us with the classic You Died uh, in the trailer as well, which was mm, perfect pizza. I like. <laughs> I likey. Uh, and that was nice to see. Uh, we then got, um, probably the low part of the show and then went back to high after this, but, uh, Fortnite will be available at launch for the PS5. Uh, yeah. but then yeah. we got uh, a very cool thing to promote plus and people get it people's get plus when the PlayStation 5 comes out. And that is the PS plus collection, um, which will have generation defining PlayStation 4 titles all available on the PlayStation 5. This is games from Fallout 4, uh, The Last of Us Us 1 Remastered, um, Uncharted 4, Bloodborne, Ratchet & Clank, uh, and basically like a lot of big name games that were on... Oh, God of War is one of them. Persona 5 is one of them. And basically like a lot of big title games for PlayStation 4 are going to be free at launch for PlayStation 5. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool, actually. Yeah. Couldn't agree Uh, more. We did get a release date uh, for the PlayStation 5 as well. November 12th for, like, uh, six of the big countries, Canada, U.S., Japan, those ones. And November 19th for the rest of the world. And then... Well, at least when TikTok gets banned, everyone will have something to do. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't that get banned this Sunday, which Uh, is today? It gets pulled off app stores this Sunday, but it doesn't get banned until November 12th unless... uh, Byte Dance sells it or signs a partnership. Oh, ah, gotcha. Uh, and then to end the show, uh, we got a little symbol, the Omega sign, and uh, then uh, it just said, "Poof, Ragnarok is coming." As God of War Five has now officially been teased, is it's in the works. That's pretty cool. Yes. Uh, 
Also, fun fact, because uh, I just looked this up, but it wasn't part of the show. If you do want an additional DualSense controller with your PS5, it will cost 70 US dollars. Which is about 80, 90 Canadian. That is an expensive controller. Yep. Yeah. But aren't all controllers expensive nowadays? Because, like, I think I bought a pair of Joy-Cons, like, back when, like, individually, and they were, like, 70, 80 bucks. I feel like it was 60 Canadian, but... Was it 60? I, 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 can't, I can't remember. But, uh, yeah, that was the PlayStation event. It was a good time. They did very well. They killed both shows that they've done. Um, and with that, we're going to jump into our first uh, guest topic. Tyler, why don't you open this up for us? Uh, okay. Well, this uh, spurred on last week for me when I was talking with my brother about new games and what we were excited about. And we were realizing that there are very little new IPs being released in the gaming world and how sad we are about that. I was wondering where this was going with your topic, and now I'm very, very interested. So, like, what what are the biggest new IPs that have come out recently? You got Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, that's a really good one. And Cyberpunk that hasn't been released yet. It's been teased for, what, almost, like, two years now? Oh, if you've been following it, it's been, like, seven. Okay, well, yeah, but, like, <laughs> yeah. big, 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 like, big tease time. for, like, the last two years. I, yeah. I did, I'll put it to you this way. We, I'm, I'm probably our resident casual gamer here. I didn't know about it till the last year and a half, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which makes sense. They didn't start doing the pushes and, like, the, the big E3 events and stuff till like, the last couple of years. Um, but, really, what else is new? You got your another Call of Duty game. You got another Bethesda... Elder Scrolls IP coming out. You got like another, I think there's another Fallout game in the works that'll be coming out. What is new in the AAA games? We're we're excluding indie games because there's always new stuff in the indie game world. Okay, well that, that, uh, uh, that 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 really narrows it down because like that's where like the new stuff is coming from is that indie game yeah scene. so like outside outside of indie games which are amazing this is where you get all the new fun stuff in the AAA <laughs> game development world. What's new? Uh, I'm trying to think here. This is actually a really good question. To uh, it is, I can't think since, of one. Especially since right now I'm playing a game from 2002 that just got re-released yesterday. So yeah, I can make one, and it's from Bethesda, and it's called Starfield. That is the only AAA game new oh, IP right, that yeah. I can think of. See, and I, I haven't even heard of that. That's the that's the that's the new space game that they teased at their E3 that one year, right? Yeah, it's still in development right yeah. now. Yeah, it's probably going to be like a late 2021 game, I think. You you think 2021? I think so, because they are slowly releasing more stuff. But if if it is 2021, it's going to be like Q4. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I'm trying to think because even the Switch. Like they just released Mario and then Paper Mario and then. But and Paper yeah. Mario is an old IP still. Yeah, but the, like, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm thinking. So. I'm like the newest thinking, thing like, I can think of from Switch. Oh, oh, here, is, here's a new. Uh, well, I, don't, I mean, yeah, but that's like what three years old now. Yeah, Four? exactly. Um, there was uh Marvel's Avengers. Yeah, it's I, kind of a new IP, but it's going off a movie thing, right? Like, it's not true. a new thing. Well, it's going off of, like, the universe, Marvel universe, Yeah, it's, it, I guess it's, it's... It wouldn't have happened without the movies, but it's also not related to the movies, so I kind of see both your points there. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll give it half a point. Yeah. yeah. Half, a, half a point for Marvel's Avengers. Congrats, you got one. So yeah, um, and that's going to be a big problem in gaming. Like I know, I understand the big AAA developers. They're all about where they're going to make their money. So if you re- release a Battlefield game or a Call of Duty game, you're going to get the Call of Duty players and the Battlefield players who are spending money on the new game. Yeah, they want to play the new game. But there is no for anybody that likes story-driven content or just wants to chill or anything. Coming from a big-time developer, it's a problem. They're going to continue to lose audience to indie developers who people that just want to try something new and different and not play call of duty for 12 hours a day yeah. i could add another one to the list um being mean to call of duty yeah i could add another one to the list and that's death loop that's an original ip is it coming from a triple a developer i don't yes. know much about it's it. uh it's um who developed um 
Dishonored. Uh, I don't know off the top of my head, but yeah, that, that yeah. that's a AAA developer. Yeah, it's it's those guys. It's like AAA. It's like it's 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 being shown off by as like a major game release for like both consoles. So yeah, so I mean that's just what I wanted to mention and talk about. Is like I'm mad that there's nothing new coming out. I I would like a new story based game like the Fallout Worlds or the Bethesda like the the Bethesda IPs or something. But there's not much out for that, and yeah. really, cyberpunk is. Cyber, oh yeah, cyberpunk is like that, yeah. that. That's that's going to be the best thing to play for a, quite a while. But after that, what's next? I mean, there isn't much because like the two games that I'm excited for that are still yet to come out in 2020 are Yakuza Like a Dragon, which is part of the Yakuza series, and Kingdom Hearts Memory of Melody. Yeah, and the games I'm waiting for are Breath of the Wild 2, and actually now that they've released this... Oh yeah, uh, Breath of the uh, Calamity, uh, Age of Calamity. Yeah, now that they've released that, or that they're releasing that, I'm actually pretty excited and I might get into that too. That's another game that's on my list. They, but the games I've been most excited for, Breath of the Wild 2 and Metroid Prime 4 when it finally happens. Please, for the love of God, <laughs> be sooner rather than later. So, like... I, I see what you're saying, Tyler. I'm actually bl- glad, you, glad you brought this up because, like, part of it, too, is, you know, why in, why reinvent the wheel on a lot of things, too, when we know certain stories and certain characters are what people want to see? And, you know, why would we play a game? Like, for example, if you take a, a, something like Fallout, you know, you said you wanted something story-driven like Fallout. Okay, but why would you play something different when there is a fallout? You know, why, you know, if you play something that's story driven, but has a similar feel to the game, well, why would you play something untested when you know that fallout is good? And it's, I don't know. It's just a weird situation. That's a, it's a good talk. It's a good question that you brought up, Tyler. I don't really know how I don't really know how to answer it or where to collect my thoughts on this one. I was gonna say, as someone who's played through all the Fallout games, I'm like, I keep going back to old Fallout games. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, and I, I'm always like, the, it's just how long can you keep going before the audience drops off developing these games? And where's the innovation? Like, you're not doing anything new. You're just retelling stories, throwing in a bit new tech or like a new. Uh, New game engine, new graphics, all that, and but there's nothing like actually new about the games. You're just playing the same thing on a newer console, or it's a newer gen game engine. Like, it's nice to see in the gaming world something new come out of it. I have the same issue with like Hollywood movies. I won't talk too much about that at all. <laughs> um, but like, for people that want something new or like change, we're not getting that. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. It's it's almost like we're well, it's not like a rut because we are still getting like quality out of them and it's not like just producing the same thing. Like there's still those quality games even if they've part of like a big franchise, we're still getting that, but it's like there isn't a lot of like new new things coming. Yeah, so I'm just going to pose the questions to the audience and the listeners. Do you want to see something new? And if you do, yell at the developers. <laughs> the developers in order to get something new yes. or they're not going to listen because I think Bethesda is slowly learning that with their horrible launch of Fallout 76 that listening so, is a good thing to do I, I it was it was that was the end of the Fallout series if they want to come back they have to go back to what they were doing I think if they want to continue that IP or just stick with Starfield their new IP <laughs> I think I think yeah, that, I think Starfield. They're gonna stick with Starfield for a bit. I don't think we're gonna see another Fallout game for a while. And let's hope not, because Fallout seventy six was god awful. Why'd I pre order that? <laughs> <laughs> Oof, that's an F in the chat for Tyler right there. Granted, I haven't played since the new updates, and apparently they've rechanged the game from, they, yeah, from what I've seen from you know, solid sources. So I might go back in and try it here eventually, but I, I'm still washing that taste out of my mouth right now. It's a bad taste. The only Fallout game I've played is Fallout 4, and while I enjoyed it, it was Skyrim with guns, and I liked Skyrim better. Yeah, that's totally fair. Yeah, yeah, fair point. It's totally uh, fair. Both me and Tyler are currently playing through Fallout 4 again. Oh, really? Yeah, except mine's completely and utterly tainted by mods 
So and mine is pure <laughs> vanilla because I'm going after the platinum trophy. Well, there you go. Uh, so yeah, that's that, that's a funny thing to bring up Fallout now of all times when we're when we're replaying it. Uh, I, thought you, I thought you were going to say because the world's about to end and everything. Well, like that, that too. Well, that too. Oh yeah, I'm 100 doing it for the meme one. <laughs> no, I was talking about Fallout with my brother, who had brought this whole idea to my head. It's like, well, why isn't there anything new? And yeah, I'll leave it there. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, AAA developers, get on your shit. Uh, indie developers, keep doing what you're doing. We love uh, Fall Guys, and we love Among Us. Even yeah, though Among Bethesda, Us is two years old. Get good. Bethesda, give us Skyrim, but it's Among Us. <laughs> Wait. Yes. <laughs> how? I'm curious how that would work. Now let's figure that out. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's go. <laughs> well, okay. Let's start it. It's you. You play as a different. There's like one of each Skyrim race, and uh, uh, you stab someone in the knee with an arrow, and then they die. And nobody knows who the Dragonborn is until he shouts you to death. Is that how it's supposed to be? Oh, yeah, that's how it could be. It's like, who's the dragon? There's uh, one dragon, hidden dragonborn part in the group. And everybody else is um, uh, like a ba- like a, a bandit. Um, a ba- a ba- like, I was going to say a bandit because like, they're just evil. A Draugr. Like, like, do the dragon, do the dragonborns like have any like, like natural enemies? Dragons? Oh, I guess the, the Thalmor. The Thalmor? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Boom! Thalmor, so you're, it's all it's the it's the Thalmor, and there's a hidden dragonborn in in among them. Or you know, a Windhelm guard. Whenever you're trying to pickbox somebody. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there is Basically. enough guards in Skyrim that just say maybe I'm the dragonborn, so that would make sense. Ah, <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, well, thank you for that topic, Tyler. My roommate is looking at me like, "What the hell are you talking about right now?" <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay, well, well, let's move on to Nick. What is your topic that you have brought to the table? Well, it kind of came together because I'm playing some classic games lately, but uh, I was just curious what everybody's favorite three games, let's say three, uh, let's limit it to three just so we're not here forever, but because if we say more, I'm sure we, we all have have a bigger list, but favorite three games that you actually own, not so necessarily ones that you've played, but Ones that you own, and maybe not even for game reference or for for game reasons, but for sentimental reasons. Why, why is it important to you and stuff like that? That's what I was curious about today. Why don't you start us off, Nick? Well, we kind of already hinted at one of them, but my probably the first, my one of my f- top three games that I've ever owned, and I still have it, and I'm the more and more I think about it, the more and more I want to bust it out my GameCube to play it. I love Metroid Prime. That game is just... I I, I've, I think every time I've been on the podcast, I've ended up talking about it, and I haven't played it in a couple of years. But it's just so much fun. It's got everything I like. It's a first-person shooter. It's a platformer. It's got a really great story if you're the kind of person who wants to go and make the extra effort to find out that story, right? It's not one that's easily splayed out for you. You don't have to sit through a bunch of stupid cut-ins all the, or uh, cutaways and stuff like that and cutscenes. You know, it's, it's, it's world-building that you, you get to do yourself, and it's world-building that you work your way into and discover along the way as much as you'd like to. And that's what one thing that just attracts me about the game. It started my, one of my favorite series is I love the Metroid prime series. Um, I think the, I think dark Samus, AKA Metroid prime is a fantastic villain in the game. Um, you know, a base it's, it's basically just a mindless alien that's slowly evolving. And by the time it gets to Metroid prime three, it's this gigantic superhuman thing that's controlling planets and sending out meteors to go and destroy places and take over them. So it can become more powerful. And it's just such a unique story to it that I love. And it's, it's just so much fun. Metroid prime has got to be in my top three games I've ever played. And it's probably the top game I own. All right. Yeah. Um, my next two, I mean, this is kind of a pick 'em, um, but 
it's going to be Smash Bros. One of them. It doesn't really matter. They're I I have all, but I think the original. I have. I guess I have it on uh, my uh, Nintendo Wii, but I don't actually have. Like I, I bought it on, from online, but I don't actually have a physical copy of it for my sixty four. Um, I just love Smash Bros. so much. It's just such. There's for. I love it for the opposite reasons of why I like Metroid Prime. It's just a game where. You know, it doesn't matter what time of day it is, whenever it is, how much time you have, you can pick it up, you can play, and you can have an absolute blast with it, right? It's just it's just that stupid, dumb, goofy fun that I absolutely love, and Ultimate's been fantastic. Um, if they ever do a Mario Kart Ultimate, I think we joked about this la- on the season finale there, but they should release a Mario Kart that's just every single Mario Kart stage put together in one game. With every racer that's ever been in? That would be amazing. And so so far, Smash Ultimate has been that, but um, Smash been that in more. Yeah, probably the one. If I had to pick one that I loved more than anything, I'd probably say Brawl, just because of how much time I spent with that game. It's the only game I've ever had the uh, I've ever even modded. I actually spent the time in it, and whoa, yeah. Uh, and and part of it is because the Nintendo Wii was super easy to to get away with that stuff. Yeah. Um, but part of it too, like I, I had brawl, uh, modded to the point where every single, uh, different skin and color for each character was instead a completely different character. And so like I could have a full on star Fox battle of like Fox and Falco and slippy and peppy versus wolf and Leon and pigma and Andrew and stuff like that. And, uh, you no know, Panther, I, Car- no Panther Caroso. I did have pa- <laughs> I did have Panther in there, but I was going with the OG. Like OG, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just such a fun game. It, 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 there, there's when I think of a fun, a fun dumb video game that I can sit and play and turn my brain off for a while. Smash Bros is always my go-to. And uh, then I guess my other of my top three, I might as well finish off while I'm here. Um, probably the first infamous. Ooh. Um, and again, it's, it's another story that I really liked. Um, that game is really, really old. I played it. I played it late. Um, so I, 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 I didn't get a PlayStation until very late in the PlayStation three cycle. If I remember right. And so I got my infamous, uh, on I got Infamous online from there. Really, really enjoyed it. It was a game that I've probably went back and replayed. I've probably completed that game three or four times now. And that it's just and that and and with different karma and stuff like that every time. Uh, I loved the the introduction of that kind of that karma system to affect the powers that you have. Not just you know a, a lot of the time it didn't really have much of an effect on the story and they kind of remedied that in the second infamous game, but it's just such, so much fun. I found Cole McGrath to be a very interesting character and going forward into infamous two and they killed him off. It was interesting how they did it and let the fans actually decide. So I don't know. They, they, they just, they just did a lot of fun with it and I, I really enjoyed infamous, uh, great story behind it. I thought the, some of the decisions that you had to make were really, really God awful. The, the, one of the most hard heartbreaking scenes in any video game I've played was when you have to decide between saving five doctors or, uh, Cole McGrath's girlfriend, Trish. And the, and that, and of course, spoilers, if you've never played the game, uh, it, doesn't matter what decision you make, your girlfriend's going to die in that game. She'll be one of the five doctors or she'll be, or she'll die by herself. And just the sick, twisted nature of the villain. And then all of a sudden you realize it's the hero actually trying to prepare himself in the past to make better decisions is just mind boggling. I love that game so much. I really do. Infamous so, yeah. Second Son is actually one of the games that's going to be on the PS Plus list for PS5. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I've. Uh, that's a game I've wanted to play for a while too, and luckily my roommate's got a PS4, and uh, I might have to find a copy of Second Son because that game is just. Uh, it's it's been on my list to play for a long, long time. 
All right. Tyler, how about you go next? Oh, boy. Well, I think from the first podcast that I was on, you probably all guess what that was. Uh, the Command & Conquer series. Mm, I've been playing that since I was four years old. That is a game that I constantly go back to. Whatever. Especially if I ever just like, okay, you know what? I'm done with most of the modern games. I kind of just want to chill and have a throwback. I go back to like Command & Conquer Tiberium Sun and play this old RTS game from like uh, when did Tiberian Sum come out? 98, 99, somewhere over there. So, so yeah, that, that, that'd be my first. It's a game that I always get, get excited about. Uh, second one would probably have to be the Mass Effect trilogy. I have played through that story at least 15 times. Oh, wow. Yeah. It, it's a, I really like the story in it. I really like the gameplay. Um, they've been talking about a remaster and I'm still super confused why no one's had an official source come out with that and r really, really hyped. So if there is a remaster that comes out, you know what I'm doing for like the next two, three weeks. <laughs> Hyping it up and preparing yourself to lock yourself in your room for X amount of hours with all the snacks and water you could need. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I will be binging Mass Effect for a while. He'll be self-isolating himself further than ever before. Yeah, self-isolating <laughs> before it was cool. Uh, um, and then the third one, I, I guess I would have to pick Stellaris. It's a space grand strategy game. Um, after you learn it, it's really, I don't know, it's really chill. You just jump into it, make your empire, and just kind of watch it spread throughout the galaxy, and no, I, I really like. I'm also really big into grand strategy games too. If uh, if you haven't heard, uh, it's a, the, this kind of thing I like. Um, it's space. There's aliens and spaceships. There's laser beams. It, it's just all around good fun for it all a goes strategy game. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. Many <laughs> pews, and you can make more pews if you want. Oh, oh, amazing. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, you can even have planet explodey pews, oh. too, if you're feeling that sadistic. <laughs> huh. Oh, Misa go to the dark side. <laughs> Weirdo. All right, uh, well, uh, we're just, I'm just going to ignore that. And yeah. <laughs> Tony, what's yours? <laughs> okay, so I think the first one's pretty obvious. Um, it's the, I'm going to pair it all as one because it's the entire Yakuza franchise, um, with there being seven games currently out in an eighth one on the way that completely changes the format of what we know and love. Um, Yakuza zero through six are a fantastic journey, uh, of a man just wanting to leave his past behind and, um, the future that he wants to achieve with his future family. And it's so good. And is, the characters are done so well. Combat is really good. It's, it's like, like playing the games chronologically is like zero one, two, the combat just goes from like, Oh yeah, this is pretty good to, Oh, Hey, they improved this to, Oh, it's so good. And then you jump to three and then you're just like, Oh, why? Why? And then you realize that three, four and five are just the base games just ported to the PS4. But like, it's still good. It's just like a lot less, um, in like uh, flowy and move and uh, like it's much more stiff and polygons, especially in three. The polygons in three, oh, but that's Yakuza is definitely number one on that list for me. Uh, number two. Oh God, this is where it gets tricky. I, I I'm gonna honestly, Dragon Quest Eleven. Specifically, eleven because I haven't played any other Dragon Quest game, but that one, I, I I like I love that game a lot, and I put like over a hundred hours on my first playthrough of that game, and now I'm going back to wow. play through it again. Nice. And I, yeah, and I never even got the ending technically. I'm still like on that first playthrough. I'm at the final boss, just oh, wow. haven't beaten him. <laughs> so uh, I, that's why I'm playing it again to go back and uh, do that. But from the beginning, because I just want to play it again. Because it's really good. And the only thing about that, uh, Dragon Quest XI, if you want to get... It's a great place to start with the franchise, I think. 
because uh, it's easily accessible being on a lot of systems already. Um, it's just uh, you got to get used to the Australian voice acting. <laughs> Australian slash British voice acting, because that's a big thing about that game and that franchise. Um, and my third. Man, that's tricky. Because it could be a lot of things, but I think... Fuck, man. I, I, I would have to say... It's not easy. Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom the Kingdom Hearts franchise. Because I own every game uh, of that as well as Yakuza. Um, definitely that. I fell in love with the story of them. I love the mecha- the RPG combat mechanics. Can you explain just... the freaking story to them then? What is going uh, on in those games? So that'll be that'll be its own podcast episode <laughs> because it'll take forever to, 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 to explain the things. But like I can give you a a, um, a summary. A brief summary that is, uh, man learns about darkness. Man wants to control darkness. Man, uh, do, man does some things that set other things in motion. Kid, child finds light. Child uses light and keyblade to stop darkness. Giant climax battle where light beats darkness. But okay. then secret. But then secret cutscene happens that tells us that man who controlled darkness was being controlled by another dude, and now everything's getting fucked. Okay. Okay then. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, great games. Can't wait for Melody of Memories, which is a nice rhythm game. And uh, like I'm, I am shocked by that. That's like I mean, I'm happy because I played a lot of Project Diva and other rhythm games. Um, so I'll be ready for this to jump back into my rhythm game mentality. But uh, yeah. Boy, oh boy, can't wait for Melody of Memory and to see what that brings. Mostly story-wise, because it's going to answer a lot of questions, hopefully. Please answer a lot of questions, Kingdom Hearts. Please, we need the answers. <laughs> what, what, the card that, that Luke Sword gives us, what does it mean, man? What does it mean? I don't know okay. what I started by asking this question today. Uh, <laughs> thank you for setting the topic, Nick, though. That was a really good topic. I like to <laughs> it's nice to talk about games that we own and love so much. Uh, and now we're going to jump into our final segment of the show, the bonus level. Um, this is replacing grab bag because uh, the bonus level just sounds better. We got a bunch of smaller little segments right here and there. Uh, the first is this day in gaming history. Uh, this day, of course, being September 20th, 2020. But back in September 20th of 2002, do you know what day, what, you know what happened this day? Wait, uh, no. It wasn't <laughs> Super Mario Sunshine that came out, was it? No. Uh, Microsoft. That was a September release in 2002, I think. Um, no, but Microsoft acquired Rare uh, back in the year 2002 uh, on September 20th for $375 million. Rare. I know it, but I also don't. Ben Conquer. Do ben, ah, and, yeah. okay. Uh, uh, then, uh, I want to have a brand new segment, uh, but it does involve you, the audience listening to this podcast right now. Um, it's called questions from the listeners every week. If you head over to the Instagram page, there'll be a post, uh, a weekly post there where you can ask us questions for the podcast and your question might make it into the podcast. If you, you know, just ask a question. So, uh, do that for next week and you might be shouted out in the podcast. Uh, now, the achievement of the week is in Spelunky 2, and it's Turkey Whisperer. Uh, <laughs> and that's to bring Yang two turkeys in a non-seated run, because it's a game that you can develop. It's a randomly developed dungeon game, so uh, you can make seeds to get certain things. But you got to find those two turkeys automat- on a randomly generated one. Can't, uh, can't uh, manipulate the shit. And uh, the game to look out for uh, that's coming out next week that I recommend is Unrailed. Uh, definitely check that out when that drops. Where's it? Wait, Unrailed's dropping? I thought, isn't Unrailed that game? Co-op train building, train yeah. track building. Wait, what's it's it dropping also, on it's a, Like everything that, is, that isn't already on. Oh, yeah, I think I saw that on the Epic Store the other day. That was I, it's, I, believe it's, I believe it's on, if it's in the Epic Store, then it's coming to Steam then? Or if it's on Steam, it's going to the, it's going to one of the other two stores on the PC, and then it's going it to available. all the 
causes. Purchase, but I did see it, and now I'm opening the Epic Store to look because I saw a game with trains in it, and I was interested. Man, who doesn't like trains? trains Choo choo. Right. We need more good games about trains. Uh, <laughs> uh, we do. We we need a Thomas the Dank Engine game. Man, <laughs> I would buy that in a heartbeat just to be stupid for no other reason. <laughs> Um, you can make with... that game three hundred dollars. I'd buy it. Three a three hundred dollar meme. <laughs> Thomas the Dank Engine game. Make it a thing. I will buy it. I don't care how stupid it is. I don't care if it sells my data to China. I don't care. I want it. <laughs> I'm hilarious. So let's do it. Okay, let's do that. Uh, AAA okay. developers. That's what we need. <laughs> there you go. Thomas, There's a new idea. New IP. Thomas the Dank Engine. Make it happen. And make we've come full circle in this stupidity. Excellent, excellent. Uh, did you find did you find uh, the info on that, Tyler? Uh, I found an unrailed game on Steam. Is it okay, the blocky yeah, so one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, it's not the game that I was thinking of, but still looks interesting. Yeah, it's on. I believe it's on Steam right now, and I think I think that means it's going to the Epic Store as well. Uh, but it's coming out on all the consoles if it isn't there already. So yeah, uh, that's that. Um, and with that. Where can we find you on the internet, gentlemen? Uh, Tyler, we'll start with you. You can find me on twitch.tv slash sirwigglesthegreat, the greatest of all the wiggles. Uh, also, the same username on Instagram, sirwigglesthegreat, and TikTok. And I have a Discord that you can link to in the Twitch channel as well if you are wanting to be a part of that community. I'm there too. Yes, Tony yes. is there too. I'm there too, so you might see me there. Uh, Nick, what about you? First of all, I have to say this. Tyler, I did not see you as a TikTok guy. Just saying that. Oh, my um, TikToks are horrible. And they are so much fun. And... <laughs> yes. Right, um, I am not the big video game guy on social media. So you, if you do follow me, expect a lot more hockey and football and MMA related stuff. But uh, main thing is Twitter. You can follow me at Nick the Radio Guy. And... Uh, See what's all going on for dumb stuff from me there. All righty. And Man, I forgot uh, about Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and for me, uh, you can now follow Tony's Game Lounge specifically on Instagram at Tony's Game Lounge. Uh, you can follow me at Radio Tony on Twitter. And we still have the Tony's Game Lounge Facebook page up, but uh, most of the main information now is going to be going to the Instagram. So be sure to follow that to stay in the loop on everything. It'll also tell you. Uh, when I'm streaming, because I'm kind of getting back into streaming again, I might try to go for affiliate because I'm close to that. Close to that. Like I, He's I gotta streaming. Do, like... Go watch him. It's fun. Yeah, uh, I'm you playing were smacking zombies with some kind of bat yesterday. Just a baseball bat. I'm uh, currently playing through Fallout 4 uh, on the road to platinum because um, that's the current game I'm trying to get a platinum in. And when we're done that, uh, we might jump into some super liminal because I'm just one trophy away in that game. Um, other than that, uh, thanks to my guests. Thank you, Nick and Tyler, for coming out today. Thank you, Tony, for having us. Yeah, thanks for having me, buddy. Yes. Anytime. And as always, we will see you next week back here in the Game Lounge. Have a great week, everybody. Bye! Thank you for listening to Tony's Game Lounge. Be sure to follow us on your streaming platform and follow us on Instagram. Tune in every Sunday for new episodes.